Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me is my co-host and lovely wife, Kristen. Hello. How is everybody? Hopefully Um, you're good. (laughs) They can't hear you. They can hear me. Oh, wait. I can't hear them. We can't hear them. That's right. (laughs) I forgot how this works. Um, As we get started, I always like to remind, you know, time codes in the description if you want to jump around, and we'll get right started with some... Funny news for Kristen. Okay. So we're going to go backward because 2020 is a catastrophe. And so we're just going to go back to 2019. All it right. says Good old 2019. Yeah. It says nine of the funniest parenting fiascos of 2019. I just found this article. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to do all of them. I'm just going to pick one and then I'll do one next week. So. Okay. All right. So uh, apparently last year, one of the big uh, news stories that came out that went viral was a boy's letter to mom about missing uh, the school bus. Did you see this? No, I didn't see this. (laughs) Okay, so a Missouri boy's honest letter to his mother confessing that he missed the school bus uh, and why that wasn't such a bad thing left the internet in hysterics in June. Uh, As your son, I regret to inform you that I've missed my means of public transportation. The cheeky youngster began the uh, mission on a ruled notebook paper. What words these? I know. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say, I know you must be on a roller coaster of emotions right now, but rest assured, <laughs> I've decided to stay home. This was a tough decision to make while you were gone for 20 minutes, he continued. I'm probably in my ba- bed moping about the fact that I can't go to school, so please don't interrupt me. If you require further assistance, please see the pros and cons list. <laughs> I think this kid's going to be a writer. I know. I wish it doesn't say how old. I was wondering. That, there's the thing. I, mean, so I, 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 if I had to guess, probably maybe, nine or ten. That's what I was going to say. Fourth um, or fifth grade, maybe. Yeah. Do you want to hear the pros and cons? Of course. Okay. The pros, I guess, of missing the school bus. Uh, first day home this quarter, grades will be fine. <laughs> the second one, today was going to be a bad one. Oh. Can't get over my hair. Oh, he's having a bad hair day. Yeah. So. Oh pro uh there's two cons uh might become a habit Mm. but in parentheses he put doubtful (laughs) wow Uh, and the other con you have to call the school and tell them i've got polio really (laughs) polio out of all of the (laughs) things the excuses polio what kid knows what polio is he must fall this kid sounds like like he came out of I don't know, the 20s? I don't know. It's but, hilarious. Yeah. I um, don't know. This kid's going places, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and as I was reading this one, um, I went back to thinking about, you know, uh, my brother rode down. Oh, my dad yes. was restoring a Corvette at one point, and my brother decided to skateboard down the, the hood. Yes. And like he the was Tony Hawk. Story. Yeah, the infamous story. And... I my mom has that letter somewhere because my dad made him write like a, uh, oops, I hit the thing, um, made him write like a, you know why you shouldn't do this or why you need to respect other people's stuff and things like that, and it was one of the funniest <laughs> letters I've ever read, you know I mean the best really because you know there was a lot of like you know I need to respect people's stuff things like that but then he has the list at the end of it I remember being like. Uh, things I should be doing instead of riding my skateboard <laughs> down, you know, and it, it was like thinking he's like, read my Bible, yes. I should be spending more time in prayer, 
then he goes, and the number one reason that I shouldn't have ridden my skateboard down the Corvette is because Jesus wouldn't have rode, rode his skateboard down God's Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Some people are just so witty. So witty. All right, so out of the three of our children, which one would be most inclined to do something, like write a letter like that? Write a letter like that? Oh. I mean, you can project personality. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Avery is our super quick, witty one, but Kaylee, I could see Kaylee writing a letter. Not that she would do the skateboard, because she would not, I don't think. See, I immediately think Michael. Well, that's what I was. I was going to culminate with Michael would probably be the most likely to do and to write <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, moving on, we're going into our, uh, we're finishing up this article on the 20 uh, most common questions asked by new parents. Um, and uh, this article is from moms.com. We've been going through it the last couple of weeks. So we're in the final five questions, and and what we've been doing is we've been giving our experience and then reading what the pediatrician actually says in the article and finding out how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but all three of our children are alive. Yes, and healthy. Uh, the and... last time I checked. And so I, we, I think we, we made it. We, yes. We, well, I mean, we didn't make it. I mean, they're not <laughs> we haven't alive, made it yet. <laughs> but they're not, they're, they're not infants anymore. We've True. left infantry. Yes. Infantry? Infantry? <laughs> we did not send our kids to join the army. No. <laughs> um, all right. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, number five. Why should a baby sleep on their back? This isn't really a question. It's just a, I guess this is what we heard. Well, okay. So I think this is, again, th something that has changed over the years. Not necessarily in our parenting spectrum but from our parents because they always ask like why are they telling you to put them on their back because it seems like a kid would choke easily right because they're on their back because they can't right. so a lot of people are like but, like if they spit up right if they spit up yeah so they're like you know they should sleep on their side or um their stomach because you know if they spit up it would just go in front of them but there's a, evidently there's been research done that um, laying them on their back is the least likely to die from SIDS. Yeah. And I think that's the leading reason. All right. So I cheated because I, I don't have anything to add to what you said. <laughs> um, uh, but it, yeah, the pediatrician says exactly what you said. There's supposedly a higher risk of SIDS if they're on their belly. Yeah. Um, you know, because of uh, SIDS is sudden infant death syndrome. Um, uh, so they always say on your back, on their back, things like that. Um, well, let, let me read it exactly. It says, first of all, it's absolutely necessary that an infant sleeps on their back because of the sleep, because if they sleep on their belly, there's a risk of SIDS because of suffocation. So be sure to put your baby on the, on their back into the crib and check on them a few hours later to make sure they didn't turn themselves on their side or belly. Only when the baby learns to roll over, can you right. let them sleep on the side? Um, additionally, don't put anything else in the crib until the baby is about five months of age. That means no stuffed toys, pillows, blankets, which I remember we were surprised about. Like, yeah. Someone told us that. Right. 
Um, basically, anything can be a suffocation hazard. The only thing that should be in your baby's crib is a good fur mattress. Uh, I remember struggling with, is it Kaylee? She always, even at... Well, the whole idea that like an infant, you know, like it takes a while to roll, mm. that doesn't always happen. No. I mean, Kaylee. No, they all do them at different Kaylee times. was flipping like instantly. Like she came out of you twisting <laughs> and turning. Well, Michael, I think was, the, well, I don't, I feel like Michael was the earliest, but I don't know. All of them seemed to, it seemed to happen so quick. Well, and, and that, and I think that's the thing, like, cause we, we heard this and we did our best. Yes. And I think that's what it comes yeah. down to is doing your best. Yeah. You can't like, control what they do. Uh, I, I thought it was Kaylee who just, could we put her on her back and within it five minutes <laughs> on her belly and then put her on her back and then pff, on her belly, put her on her back, on her back. Like it was like every, within five or 10 minutes. And it's like, at some point we have to sleep too. Yeah. And so we, we did our best because every this yes. has one thing that hasn't changed right. since us having kids like everyone's like you want them on their back yeah you know um one of the, the sorry well, go ahead well no i was gonna say i remember some people like oh well if you know at least on their side so you could put two blankets right like, but no we can't put two blankets because you're not supposed to have anything else in the right. crib with them um well two things um i was also surprised about the uh what are those things called the bumper like they even said not to use a crib bumper which is which was really surprising to me because I was always afraid they were going to like hit their head or something on the crib. Right. You know, if they'd roll over or even it stopped like pacifiers and stuff from falling through. But that was also a risk of suffocation. Yeah. I guess the biggest thing was just to have a, I mean, even a slightly larger mattress, like it should be tight. Yes. Like the mattress should be tight against the walls. Right. Um, you know, which most modern mattresses, I mean, they're all designed to fit that way so yeah also one thing that has come out since we've been parents this was if it was available when our kids were babies i did not know about it but there's certain beds now like little bassinets or things that you put in the crib that are not it's not like a like you put a sheet over it so it's almost like part of the bed or that has little uh styrofoam so they kind of can't turn so it kind of keeps them still from, you know, from flipping over, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. It could be a good thing at the beginning, but I have a feeling you might have to get rid of that pretty soon because they have to be able to move. <laughs> I mean, like to learn. Yeah. They have I, to. I, this is one thing. It, there's certain things that it's like, hey, this it's universal. Yeah. But then it's also like, like for me, I have tried sleeping in other positions yeah. and I wake up, I am on my belly. Right. It's like, like ingrained inside of my DNA <laughs> and I have passed that on to at least uh, Avery. Because um, I know Avery usually sleeps on her belly too, right? Michael too. Michael too. Most yeah. of, I've passed this down. <laughs> um, and like, it's, it's, it's just, you just do your best. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that, you, you know, it's, it gets it just it is what it, I, I don't know what else to do you just do your you, best exactly yeah, you just do the, your best you know um because that that's the other thing too is like what you said you know do you strap them down right. you know that's probably <laughs> going to be more of a more of a problem too so um but yeah i've always heard that there's nothing I yeah mean, we did our best to do it but um yeah. we also needed sleep yeah we times. always put them down on their back and if we were up we'd go yeah. check on them and flip them over right. um but yeah, our kids tended to want to be on their belly, but um, we did our best. Yeah, we did. They're alive, at yes. the, you know, so at the, at the, at the moment. moment. <laughs> wow. 
Well, I mean, we're no, still trying sweet. to do our best. Yes, of course. You know? Every day. So, um, yeah. All right. Number four. This is a good one. Uh, my baby's poop is weirdly colored. What does it mean? <laughs> I I asked this question more than once. <laughs> yeah, for us, like we're not going to be able to give the definitive answer here. We can no. give our experience and then read what the pediatrician yeah. says because these are getting into like medical questions. I am not a doctor. Right. Well, I know. Well, first of all, breastfed babies have different poop than bottle fed babies. So it's going to be different colors. <laughs> and then... um. Like, I know that, like, one time there was, like, green, and we're like, what in the world? But it could have been something they ate. Like, it could have been something, like, maybe they had some broccoli or something. I don't know. But I remember the most scary one was Michael. Um, He had red, and I was like, oh, is it blood? Like, I, I seriously thought that something was wrong. But no, I forgot that he had beets, a lot of beets for well, a meal. <laughs> I was just going to say, so um, especially as they get older and they're eating food. Yes. Um, I remember the first time like we were trying to eat healthier and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and we were looking for different recipes and you you found a beet recipe. Yes. And it was like, it's like roasted beets with like walnuts, walnuts and, and feta cheese yeah. and like it's really, it's one of my favorite things. And... But the first time we had it, I remember going to the bathroom the next day. <laughs> Scary. And I'm like, Kristen, um, I don't know if I have to go to the hospital, but there's it's red. Everything's red. Everything. And um, and then you were like, oh my gosh, me too. And I, and I was and it, then we thought, oh, beet, yeah, the beets yeah. do that. You know, the beets are really health healthy, but you also need to be aware that they turn. Yeah. Your urine and your poop red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I right here, let's read what they say. Yeah. Baby poop actually comes in all kinds of colors. <laughs> so don't be afraid if you see something that looks like a rainbow in your little one's diapers. I was going to say diapers. a rainbow. <laughs> it's a rainbow if, of colors. If you breastfed uh, your baby, their poop will be yellow or mustard colored. And if you feed them a baby formula, it's going to be darker. But still, the infant's stool can vary at times and turn green or brown. So don't fixate on the color of your baby's poop. Yeah. Um, but keep in mind that there's three colors that signify something's wrong with the baby. If the poop is red, it and could be blood. And you didn't have beets. And you didn't have beets. <laughs> uh, black, which I've always heard too. Yeah. Because um, it signify, could it signify old blood. Yes. Um, or white, which is Ooh. a liver problem. Oh my, I've never um, heard of that. So if it's those colors, contact your pediatrician Ooh. immediately. Well, we were ready. Well, again, when we saw the red, we were yes. ready to like jump in the car and go right. to the hospital <laughs> until it clicked in our minds. Yes. Oh, wait, it was beets. Yes. Like, lots of beets. And then everything went back to normal right. after one thing. Yeah. So um, anything to add to the poop question? <laughs> I don't think so. I all think right. we've covered all. <laughs> uh, number three, should I sterilize bottles and pacifiers ev- after every use? This is a first baby to third baby question. <laughs> Let's Bo- give our bottles, experience. Bottles I definitely cleaned every single time. I don't I did not sterilize them every time, but I definitely cleaned them every single time cuz that's you know, I mean, you wouldn't do that with regular milk. So, but um I definitely sterilized them every so often though cuz you know, you know, you do, you do your best to clean, but, you know, it's good to do that extra step. The pacifier with Kaylee, it, it touched anything other than her mouth. 
it was being washed. I mean, with a specialized. Yes, some somebody got us pacifier wipes. Yeah, we had a specialized our, pacifier wipes <laughs> for our shower, our baby shower. But after that, Avery and Mike. Well, Avery didn't really Avery take didn't a, use pacifier, a pacifier. But Michael, we just kind of rinsed it. We would blow on it, it. <laughs> and wipe it on my shirt. Whatever you hair. can do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever you have close. Uh, I mean, yeah. Not saying that was the right thing, but no, it just, but it happened. It is funny going from first kid to third yeah. kid. Well, I, I think what it is, is your first kid, you, everything is so new, new. and you yes. think that they are the most fragile. Yes. And I think that's the biggest hurdle. When you realize that your kid is way, you know, your baby's way more resistant than we give them credit for. Yeah. Um. It, it, you release this like some stress and tension or fear um you know so by the third kid you're like oh we don't need to every time the pacifier touches my human finger (laughs) i don't need to go and boil water for 20 minutes and put it in you know or get specialized wipes uh you know like again every so often i did sterilize you know like i mean not just wash but you know boil water or get those little packs that go in you know the microwave to uh sterilize them i'm not saying they were always dirty (laughs) but we weren't as crazy about like kaylee her bare feet never touched anything except for their house floor (laughs) yep i mean yeah we were i mean yeah it that comes with a first kid i think just being cautious learning you're learning yeah and then by the the third one you know or more you're just like you know what? Just, you know, maybe you need to be exposed to yes. some little things. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah. You know, so, um, all right, here's what the pediatrician says. It says, in a perfect world, all parents should sterilize everything their babies put into their mouth. Uh, but if you fail to do it every single time, it's okay. You can wash your baby's pacifiers and bottles with warm water and soap and sterilize them overnight. This way, you'll kill most of the bacteria that got into them during the day. It's also important to remember to wash your hands with soap before you hold your baby and never ever clean your child's pacifier bottle by putting it into your mouth. That is one thing I never did. That seems gross. I know. Uh, Well, I don't want... Yeah. Pediatricians say that it can be bad for the child because a human's mouth is the germiest one on the planet, even worse than a dog's. I heard the dogs were like the cleanest. I'm pretty sure Mythbusters destroyed that. (laughs) Did they? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a dog literally smells other dogs butts and eats yes. its own poop sometimes yeah so I don't see Ugh, how. Gross. um but yeah you, you again did you do your best yeah i mean I, I would say for the most part we did we, we yeah. were, it depends on what sterilized our mom i mean this one just said warm water and soap yes and i washed all I, of that stuff with warm water you went soap. further like usually like once a week or yeah. once a month everything went into like a boiling right pot that could that could yeah that could bottles Not, pacifiers yeah those all, are all that stuff yeah um, but you know, or yeah, like the steam bags, which right. are great, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, you didn't, you don't get, I never understood the sucking on it with your own mouth. Ugh, I d- no, I'm a huge germaphobe. Yeah. I don't, I don't share, I don't share like drinks Anything. with you. Right. I don't share like nothing. Um, so ugh, yeah, <laughs> you know, all right. Is it okay if I hold my baby all the time? I think you might drive yourself crazy. <laughs> okay, so I've heard this a few ways. Um, for us, with Kaylee, I did hold her a whole lot more than I did the other two. I think that just comes with multiple kids. Um, and I've heard the, 
You know, you can't spoil a kid as a baby. But there's times that, I mean, they want to explore the world around them. They even just sitting and looking around, they're exploring, you know, but they are only a baby for so long. So, you know, when you want to hold them, hold them, you know? Yeah, I, I've always landed that there needs to be a happy medium. Yes. Um, and it's not just from the baby side. For the most part, again, like you said, like you can't over stimulate a baby. And I've, I've read research stuff on how like, um, you know, just touch to a baby is so important. Yeah. Like human contact, that touch and the hold and the swaddling is so important. Um, but there comes a point where I think parents sometimes they need it more than the baby. Yeah, yes. Like there comes a point, like what you said, where they, they the, the kid needs to explore. Yeah. And we have to give them the freedom to do that. Yeah. And it stinks because we, I think as a, you know, when you first go into this, you think of, well, I won't have to learn to let go until they're a teenager. You know, that's <laughs> when, you know, I got to hold them tight and all these things. Um you know, or when they get older, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, Kaylee lately before every, she'd always want to do everything. And like, now she's kind of becoming a little bit yes. more independent and stuff, but you, so you don't think that's going to happen until they're eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. But the reality is it happens way sooner than yes. you think, you know, like when they start crawling, they want to crawl. Yeah. And so it, if, if anything, you trying to hold on to them so much like I feel like it backfires sometimes because then you know they're not trying to get away from you they're just trying to explore they're trying to create who they are yeah to a point you know and and test the boundaries that's why a lot of times they go through the I'm not going to sleep yeah they want to try out all these new things that they're learning the world is big and and I we got to give our kids the room to go explore right you know um and so is it okay to hold your baby all the time? I mean, hold of them. Course. And then if they want, you got also just, it's balance. Give yes. them some freedom. I mean, when they when you're talking about a one month old and a two yeah. month old, they're not doing anything. And yeah, I mean, yeah. But give yourself permission that it's okay to put them down. Yeah. You, know you what need I mean? a break. Exactly. Yeah. Like you don't feel like you have to, if you want to hold them, hold them. But if you feel like you need a break, it's okay. They're going to be okay. They'll be fine. You know. In a swing or in their crib or, you know, just looking I, around, they're I'm, very entertained. <laughs> we had so many different swings and our favorite was like the $20 one from Walmart that was like the, the short, short one, one yeah. that just sat close to the floor and, and we would just, you know, put all the music three on. of the kids loved it. They'd put the music on and they would just sit there. They and loved it. They would just look around at everything and it was a break for us. Yeah. That was the bet. Talking about, ba- we need to do like a full one on baby gear. Yeah. Um, uh, although we're a little bit out of date yeah, at this point but like, true. <laughs> um or just maybe kid gear because there's other things too but I, that was our favorite all it turns out most of our favorite pieces of equipment were the cheapest ones available and they were the classics yeah. you know and so that cheap little 20 or 30 dollar swing um was the best and it was so small that it was portable so right. we would bring it to us to the office we'd bring it to us you know, to the church, we'd bring it to when we went, you know, to visit your parents, yeah. we'd bring it to my parents for Christmas, like, cause it was so small. It was just great. Um, and it gave us a break. Yeah. So, um, you know, at a time it, uh, it is funny because I remember the, the, the kids hit an aid. It, 
You know, as a young parent, you know, we go somewhere and everybody wants to hold the baby. <laughs> and then they hit like six months yeah. to 12 months, somewhere yes. in there, where they get real squirmy. And now all of a sudden, no one wants to hold them. Because <laughs> it's know? hard to hold on to them. It's hard because go explore everything. They want to explore. They're, they're, they're really messy at this point. There's food <laughs> somewhere on them. Um, and so even more so, it's like if, if you've got a, a situation or a safe like a play area or something like that. Sometimes you need a mental break because all of a sudden all those people that were offering to hold them, they're all gone. Yes. You're just like, wait, where did everybody go? Don't you want to hold them? <laughs> oh, you you hold oh, you know. <laughs> you know, because it does. They, they, it's, they get, it's exhausting. It's exhausting yeah. when they're like, you know, squirming and yeah. pushing and kicking and but they're not quite old enough to be left alone. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um but All right, here's what the pediatrician says. The truth is nothing bad will come of this. Evolutionary speaking, babies are meant to be held. That's why they're so cute, cuddly, and irresistible. (laughs) Um, Pediatricians say, however, there is an important detail you need to keep in mind if you decide to hold your little one a little longer. It's okay to do it during the day, but when it comes to night, it's better not to hold your baby too often. This is because it can interfere with their sleep and keep them from drifting off by themselves because it can lead to them waking up. Uh, during the night more often and you certainly don't want that so it's better <laughs> no. to put your baby in their crib when they're drowsy but still awake this way they'll learn to fall asleep by themselves and will sleep deeply i didn't yeah. even think about that aspect yeah you don't yeah. want to disturb when them when they're sleeping <laughs> listen if there's any mistake that we that i feel like we made like with especially with the first yeah is not letting her do things on her own like learn things earlier Mm -hmm. you know like falling asleep by herself like you know well i mean we we gave her pretty independent but that's a big thing is sleep yes sleep you know we were so scared of all these different things of on the back are they going to throw up did they eat enough are they you know like all these things are they breathing yes you know um all this stuff i still go check on them sometimes just make sure they're breathing I do to Avery because like she bundles herself know, under like eight blankets, <laughs> pillows, and like I go in before usually you yeah. or me, and we just strip back all of all those the stuff layers. That she's buried herself and, under, and then she goes, "I'm so hot." I know. Like, well, you're under four pillows and three blankets. Right. Like, take some of those off. Yes. Where did you even get them? I know. <laughs> they just appear. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah the. The earlier, I know, like, yeah, the more that you can train them to sleep on their own and, and really to soothe themselves a little bit, right. like not, like when they cry, like the, not running to the bed to yeah. make, you know, to see, you know, just kind of moseying your way over. Yeah. Because sometimes. Making sure they're not hurt or anything, but, right. you know, give them a few minutes to figure out what they can do. Because I, I, we found out when we started, like. And I would say, especially because we had to retrain the sleep cycle with, yes. with Kaylee, you know, because we had babied it so much, right. quote unquote, babied it, um, that we learned with the other ones, like, hey, let's let's give them five minutes. Right. If they wake up and cry, let's give them, you know, one to five minutes. And eight times out yes. of 10, they went right back to sleep. Yes. You know? And so, yeah, it's, it's one of those, that's one of those things because you... It will feel like the longest five minutes of your life, but it's, right. o- it's only five minutes. But you've got to, 
you know, talking about like a lot of times this comes back to you just got to do your best. You you get be informed and then do your best. And the thing is, though, you can't be your best on yes, zero sleep. That's very true. So you've got to sleep, you know, and I, I think that's that's some of the best advice that we've ever gotten. And then we give is, uh, you know, if your baby decides to take a nap, don't go do the laundry. You go take a nap. Yeah. Like if you're if home, you're, if you're home. Yeah. And you if know, you feel like you need you know if you're not getting enough sleep yeah, yeah just go take a nap yeah i mean yeah, I'll, yeah, you're sleeping eight hours a night and you know <laughs> but no if you're you know if you're in the middle of feeding or you're in the middle of you know like taking turns going and seeing what they need in the middle of the night or just restless sleep because yeah. you're worried when they take a nap go take a nap right. it, you know it, it just you need as much sleep as possible so all right number one how should i dress my baby <laughs> Listen, I say you dress for success. <laughs> Full suits, uh, possibly like some superhero like ties for the boys. Oh, definitely. Um, and for the girls, uh, you know, really anything. It's anything. Just, uh, well, no, I mean, you know, I. hey, it's 2020. If I they want to wear a tie, they can wear a tie, I guess. Uh, oh, you know. Um, uh, so I think this is, you know. You need common sense with this. Dress them according to the weather. <laughs> I mean, if it's hot, don't put them in long sleeves and pants. You know, if it's cold, don't put them in short sleeves and a sh- in shorts. <laughs> um, for a baby, for an infant, my always go-to rule was, what was the easiest to get off in That's case their poop true. escaped their diaper and went up their back? Very true. So um, I was a big fan of anything that, you know... Oh, and remember when we found out that, like, the baby clothes were designed to come down? Yeah. <laughs> that was a life-changing moment. Yeah. So if you don't know what I mean... The onesies. The dog is going nuts. Um, uh, the onesies, especially. Yeah. The reason that the shoulders are... They have that flap. Yeah, they have that flap is because you can flip them over and pull them down right. instead of up. Because It rolls down. Yeah. That was life-changing. <laughs> and I wish we would have known it sooner because... Then we wouldn't have had to clean so much poop out of so hair. So much. Um, you know, or spit up or yes. different things. You can go down instead of up, you know. So that's... So, yeah, that's, no that's hair, it. no head, no face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure where this where this question is going. But yeah. yeah. You know, just you make sure they're warm. You make sure they're... I mean, they're, they got to be styling. So yeah. maybe some Batman. Uh, some funny things on there. <laughs> um, we did find out. I remember after Kaylee... All the nurses in the hospital said, oh, bring your own stuff so that they could be cute. You know, yeah. like like bring your own little onesies. Make sure they're the right size and that they're, you know, the right things. But um, yeah, I uh, potty training. I remember like, you know, at some wait, when did we? What? <laughs> something we didn't like when we had to get. Oh, no. As they got older, like when they didn't have to be in the onesie, I liked that better. Yes. You didn't have to oh, unclip definitely. anything and all yes. that kind of stuff. It was nice. Yes. As soon as we could ditch the buttons at the bottom. Yes. It, you know, I mean, you well, have to getting those things bit, on but... them was like, even you know, because past a certain age, they're very squirmy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see what they where they're going with this. Uh, the general rule of thumb is to have your baby dressed in one more layer of clothes than you do. Oh. This means that if you're wearing only a t-shirt, your baby need a t-shirt and a light jacket. If you're wearing a t-shirt and a jacket, your baby will need a blanket along with these clothes. So it's rather easy to figure out what clothing your baby will need for uh, need for a walk, but remember not to overdo it. Try not to put on too many layers. It's also recommended to put a bonnet on the baby's head when you're going outside. 
this okay so we live in florida i was just gonna say uh, i don't know i guess we never really had to worry about this <laughs> right. the biggest thing is a hat we yeah. always had a hat or some kind of sunshade yes. um we, we love the stroller that we got uh it has one of the biggest shaders that was on the market at the yeah. time which is great um and so in florida we didn't really it doesn't get cold here Not really. I, I mean we're in south florida too so yes. it like one week out of the year it might dip into the 30s <laughs> um i remember it hit like was it two years ago or something it hit like 28 and we thought we were gonna die <laughs> that we were in disney oh well the yeah. disney one it went into the teens that day didn't it? It was like twenty eight. Like I thought it hit like twenty two or something or something. Either way, yeah, it was South cold. Florida. It rarely it gets. I mean, usually the coldest we get is maybe the forties or fifties for like a week or two. Yeah. Um. So we didn't really have to, you know. Usually for us, it was one layer, and a blanket. We always right. had a light blanket with. I us. was always worried they get too hot. Yeah. Because of, because Florida, yeah. but shade because yes. the, the sun is so yes you know yes where we are say so this this is relative to where you live right um that is a cool little idea though i i think we did this unknowingly you know as soon as we walk into a building because that is the other thing florida is hot everywhere until you walk inside right. and then once you walk inside <laughs> the ac is every, blasting everything is ac and apparently I, I forgot who i was talking to but that is not how like the rest I of know. the country is i know i can't I imagine we walking to. into a building and it's not doesn't have ac yeah i was like wait what yeah, because everything you walk into a shed in florida and there's a portable ac unit yes. most of the time <laughs> like uh but i mean it gets i well we've been fighting well over 100 degrees the last right. couple of weeks which is hotter than normal yeah but it's earlier than normal usually we don't hit that yeah. until like august so but uh but yeah this is relative yes. but we always used to bring a little blanket we always had a blanket on um, them because we go from 90 degrees outside to yeah you know uh walking into a department store or a walmart and it's church and you know yeah. 60 you know 70 degrees the yep. ac's on so um yeah but it really you just got to make sure they look cool <laughs> that's most important <laughs> it's the most important you know things like my daddy is the best yes and definitely. uh all that kind of stuff so yeah. all right do you have any other i mean that's all the questions was, i think that was a good list i mean good talking points yeah well to find, i like the idea like just kind of going through yeah. what we can do one for older kids yeah ones that we're still trial and error <laughs> right you know so all right um success and failure is it okay that my success success is not technically mine? But uh, it, maybe. Talking about one of our children. Sure. So, uh, you know, I, I realized we, we probably... So Explain. success and failure is where we talk <laughs> about where during the week as a parent, we feel like we were either a success or a failure <laughs> because there are many times, you know, that you... Well, there's many times you feel like a failure and other times you might you to, get a victory. Yeah. And acknowledge and, that victory. <laughs> and acknowledge that victory. And so more often than not. So what is your success and or failure for this week? So this week on Tuesday, I took the kids to the beach, which they haven't been to the beach in a very long time. Um, and well, can that be my success? That you didn't go I to didn't the beach? I didn't go. <laughs> and I got like two hours of quiet. Yes. There you go. But um, Michael tends to be, he's actually our shyest 
child. Um, he takes a long time to warm up to things. So he usually spends, you know, when we go somewhere, he spends like 90% of the time being shy and not wanting to do anything. And then finally warming up and then it's time to go. <laughs> yep. So um, we went to the beach and I was so proud of him. He jumped right into doing everything. I mean, he went right in the sand. He went right in the water, jumping over waves. I mean, he he wanted to go way out in the ocean. But of course, we didn't didn't let that happen. But I was like, no, no, no. That's the ocean. You know, it's not a pool. <laughs> you can't just go... Yeah, out in the ocean. <laughs> Which we should be clear, you weren't by yourself. Like no, I didn't know. Like oh my gosh, no, Kristen I, went by herself. No, no, I had family. We had a couple aunts and uncles yes. out there, so it wasn't me being no. Uh, ne- yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. I wanted to go with the kids and um, my sister and yes. her husband. They go all the time. So yes. and so it was a lot of fun, and it was great for the kids. We didn't go until like four thirty. It so it was beautiful out. It was not hot at all. Um, we stayed till like 730 because, you know, it's not getting dark till like nine o'clock here. So um, it was it was wonderful. It was great for the kids to get out, you know, not fresh air just at home in their backyard. But, you know, being at the ocean, playing in the sand, it was it was great. And I was just proud of Michael that he didn't he did not have any fear that day. <laughs> yeah. I have two failures. Two failures. Um, yeah, the first one is just this pandemic. I think I've it's broken me now. Oh, and so like it's been I've, four months. It's yeah. I, well, it's wearing on people. And where other people, you might be listening to us and be like, "Oh, well, it's not so bad anymore." You're not in a hot spot. Like right. we are in like ground zero at this point. Yes. I think some news article said that Florida uh, is now like the world's leading the world's leading <laughs> not just the nation wait wait in cases i saw a graphic yesterday that in cases if you take florida away from the united states and just put like all the countries in the world in the most cases of what's happening florida is number four yeah and in cases by itself is number four um so like uh yeah yeah. So we are still <laughs> like completely locked down for the most part. Um, now, that's not to say everyone in Florida is actually listening to that. And that's part of the problem <laughs> um, is no one wants to listen or care about anyone next to them. So uh, I think my mind just kind of snapped, especially this week. <laughs> and like, not like depressed, but just I can't. I'm just like done. And so like I've been short in things or just like I'm not I really don't want to do anything yeah (laughs) and so like like because there's no mental recharge right like there's no where like normally like for me i need alone time and there is no alone like that you guys go to the beach that helped but even then like i also like doing projects and i can't just like going to the store is a chore because you've got to have the mask you've got to you gotta you can't check out quick there's no running quickly in because true. <laughs> there's they put six feet between every single person and then there's blast the shields is... everywhere <laughs> and uh like running into target yesterday or friday i don't i don't know the other day um they had so many sections like closed off you right. had to walk through i felt like i was a like a rat going through a maze <laughs> so yeah i just and at this rate i'm like is it gonna be december before things get back to normal like you know so pray for florida yeah if you're out there uh, i know i know there's some other states that are also not in great shape 
Um, all I would say is just come visit us here. No, don't, <laughs> no, don't. actually. <laughs> don't, 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 don't visit us here. <laughs> we would love to see you, but don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right now. Like it's just insane. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my other failure is, uh, you know, and this one cut me deep, man. Uh-oh. So I, I've, I've during this pandemic as well, Kaylee has gotten into baking and I've, I've mentioned this before, <laughs> but all this baking I've gained like. 15 pounds and so 15 yeah quarantine 15 and which i was already like five or you know five ish pounds over from what i wanted to be anyway so that or yeah so i'm like so saturday i was like all right enough's enough i'm gonna start eating better i'm not gonna eat all these cookies and (laughs) you know i got we found i we're also house cleaning like everything is out of every closet our house is a wreck yes um but it'll be better once it's it done. will be better once it's done. But I found all these like healthy, gluten-free, like we use all the stuff online now with like our recipe books. Yes. But then I found like one or two. Um, so I gave them to Kaylee. I'm like, here, honey, healthy, gluten-free meals and stuff. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I could try this. Um, gluten-free because, yeah, I've got an allergy. Yeah. Not just because, you know, we're not that fat or yeah. whatever. Um, but uh so I'm like, all right, I'm 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 getting serious, which I've been. I'm, the last couple, well, you know, you always get on me like, all right, you're getting serious means you just don't eat for a month. Right. You, you yeah, gotta you actually can't do like, that. <laughs> you have to eat and follow, you know, follow the little stuff that we do whenever I'm ready to like, you know, get back to normal. Um, and so, but I, I went out and I was like, hey, Kaylee, listen, you help keep me accountable because you're my little buddy. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm like, listen, I know where you're going not now. only am I. <laughs> Not only am I going to eat better, which, you know, for me, it's really just cutting out the snacks yeah. and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, eating a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> uh, um, and so I was like, Kaylee, you know, I, I need to just be a little bit more active because I'm not doing all the things I normally would do. So do you want to like maybe just we'll start off real easy. We'll do like 25 sit ups, 25 push ups and 25 jumping jacks. That way I don't have to put on a video. I don't have to do anything. I can just. We just do that just for fun. And she looked at me and goes, no. <laughs> Which is very surprising for her because usually she, like anything like She's exercise clean. related. Yeah. And and she loves like, really, if I asked her like, hey, to honey, do, do you want to go bungee jumping? I don't know. But if you're doing it, okay. You know, like, like <laughs> yes. she just goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. She goes, yeah, I don't want to do any of that. I was like. <laughs> And then I'm pretty sure really... she rolled her eyes at me. No. And I'm like, no, she, you, no, she didn't. No. I, but I'm like, that did what? surprise me though. You know, then I look at Avery and Michael, I'm like, what about you guys? And they, I mean, they're eh. like, no, no, which that doesn't surprise no. me. But I'm like, really, Kaylee, you don't want to, don't you want your dad to be healthy? Yeah. But I'm not doing that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, so then, you know, again, feeling like a failure later that night, she asked for help or something. I forgot what it was. And I'm like, nah, do it yourself. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, well, you don't want to help me. Why would Aww. I help you? I, I was in a joking. I did it in a joking way. Yes. And she's like, fine, dad, I will. I will do it with you. I'm like, no, if you don't want to, you don't got to. All right. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. So I was like, what is she already a teenager? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm not ready for this. Well, it is interesting, like talking about the eating healthy stuff, like I feel like when we first got into this stay at home thing, it's like all ideas and plans that I usually did every single day when it comes to meal planning 
it just went out the window. Like, didn't want to do anything. Didn't want to. It's like my mind like shut down. Well, I, <laughs> and we're just now. I mean, I'm not saying that we haven't had a healthy meal. I'm just saying the normal day to day healthy eating that we normally had is just now coming back. <laughs> well, I, I think it's because of um, hope. Yeah. Like yes. I think I think at the beginning of this, we thought it was temporary. Yes. Um. And so it was like, oh, you know, this, let's make the best out of a bad situation. Yes. Let's have, you know, let's get, let's make cookies tonight. You right. know, let's make, uh, something special. Let's make know. something special. Hey, let's, let's eat out. That's a big thing. We, we have ordered out a lot, um, which is, you know, like the burgers I made last night that were re- really good, you know, bake, we put bacon on top. We did all the, you know, it was just a really good burger, um, total is like 600 calories getting the same kind of burger from red robin it's like 2000 (laughs) you know so like um so that that's part of it is we we ordered out you know but i I think it's because we thought it was temporary you know like hey this is only going to be a couple weeks and there's so much unknown in your head that you're like i just i can't focus on day to day stuff we, we weren't sure like what we could get at the stores because <laughs> right. people were buying everything at the beginning definitely. everything yeah. there was no there was no food i know like and, so it was know. really hard to meal plan because you're like well i can only get this, this uh <laughs> this pork that i've never had before yeah and uh <laughs> so as the stores have restocked as things have calmed down that way and i think for where we live it has now broken our spirits <laughs> We're like, okay, let's just do our best to get back to some. I think it's us trying to get back to some form normal. of normalcy, yeah. and so like as much as eating we can. normal, and as much as we can, and so and it makes you feel one hundred percent better too. Yes, and the way you eat definitely has a huge impact on not just your physical health but your mental health. Well, and that's part of we started like cleaning the house yes. and organizing, and yeah. like we donated multiple full trash bags today we also threw out a bunch of just (laughs) in our closet just one huge not like a 13 gallon bag it's like one of my (laughs) like the 25 or 30 gallon bags the yard bags just things that were broken (laughs) yes like just in the closet that were broken clothes with holes in it shoes that were broken and um but all of that starts helping mentally yes it does you know because it's like you're in control again you know and so um yeah uh, all right. Anything else? I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Going on to family time. Yes. So we talk about just things that we did or ideas to of things to do as a family um, this week or, yeah, to do in your own home. Did you have something off the top of your yeah, head? Yeah, mine is just to finish the house cleaning and organizing. That's, yeah. I, and actually, honestly, I was kind of dreading it because I wasn't sure how the kids would handle it. I mean, they're... They're decent about getting rid of their stuff, but you know, they like to hold on to things just like any of us, but, um, they've been really good about it. Like really good about getting rid of stuff and, you know, donating stuff. Um, so actually it's been a a family project. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean, number one, you want kids involved in this because that way, you know, the younger you teach them to clean and organize. Uh, and so I, and what people don't understand, like some people, you know, my dad always gives us, you know, people would walk in the closet and go, oh my gosh, what are all these toys? <laughs> and my dad is like, okay, you know, my dad, my parents had four kids. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, well, uh, think, think about this. 
you know, because like we barely bought them any of that. Think right. about a birthday and they get 20 things times four, <laughs> right. right? And then Christmas. So it's not counting Christmas and counting that you're talking hundreds of toys every year right? that get put into a clock, you know, like yeah. it just every couple of months you have to do a purge. But I, I, I am also proud of the children. Yeah, like, they've been really Avery good. is big on her dolls and yes. I went through all of her Barbies we gra- we grabbed the first round was we grabbed every Barbie actual Just Barbie like not like Princess Jasmine or Barbie classic Barbie she had like twelve yeah and I looked at her and I said pick two the other ten are either and I was like and here I'm gonna make it easy this one's arm is chewed <laughs> off this one's hair is never getting untangled yeah. it's a mess like these can go in the trash now the rest now you're out of now you're out of ten. Um, so pick two and the other eight we're going to donate. We, yeah, we donated um, those. Uh, so, and, and she did, but she didn't fight no, it. No, she, she didn't fight she, it at she all. Did it and... I think even for kids, I think the amount of stuff gets overwhelming. I mean, Kaylee is a decent cleaner, but it, the amount of stuff in her room got so overwhelming to her that it just, she didn't want to even start which i understand that because when things are overwhelming to me it just shuts down yeah (laughs) like it's well and it's not even just toys no no. like it's um for us we do we rarely buy our kids any toys yeah we've switched to crafts yeah because crafts number one they're cheaper number two it consumes time right as well and number three when they're done you take a picture and you can throw it away yeah. <laughs> um but we haven't really cleaned their crafts lately right. so most of their room was things hanging all over the walls was things, yeah. boxes um especially during the pandemic we've been doing like the little homeschool like the the stim boxes for them the kiwi the kiwi uh company um, learning stuff and so uh like those boxes are everywhere yeah they're ever again three kids you get three of them each one has two to three projects inside of it time right. you know times four months now so now it's we've got crafts coming out of it's we're exploding <laughs> um so yeah just having to clean and organize but it feels good it once does. it's done right now we're in the middle of it right but yeah but there's so. light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> all right so what do you want to do do you have something more fun or is that yours too well i definitely want to finish that but um we i was talking to kaylee about this because i guess you told them about how we got a free trial of hbo max but um that i've never even looked at it before because i didn't even know it was on it <laughs> but we yeah. were looking through it the other day and there's so many classic movies from like when we were kids i'm like oh man they haven't seen this movie they haven't seen this movie and i know we've talked a lot of on here about watching movies and we haven't actually done it but maybe this week maybe we'll check out one of them i think it's always kinda, fun to have a movie night it is and we've talked about that recently like just to have a movie night um just you know playing it all right how are you relaxing personally this week i feel like a broken record this is our segment where we talk about you know just some cool things to get into to relax to personally relax and have a mental break um yeah i thought i just sound like a broken record but it's work i mean if it's something effective then i don't think i have to change it but I've been enjoying the piano. Last week was very frustrating because I was getting to the point where it's getting very challenging. <laughs> but hey, that's working my mental um, muscles. But that and, uh, oh, I know one thing that I've, and it, it's only for this week, but 
also we have a free preview of Hallmark right now. And so I've been watching the Christmas in July. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's good. Um, I, I, you know, my normal things, like I like the video games, things like that. But uh, I'm, I'm going to throw out there. Um, because I had someone ask, they said, uh, what, what is it that you and Kristen are watching that like, you know, you didn't want to play video games and stuff. And so I'm going to throw this out there. We've been watching the reboot of MacGyver and it is one of the worst shows (laughs) I think I've ever seen. Like writing wise. It's not that bad, but it's very cheesy. It's, it's worse than a CW show. Like writing wise, there's so yeah. many plot holes. Oh, yeah. They contradict each other. They contradict the like their own writing in within the same episode. And sometimes we keep watching it, and we keep watching it. <laughs> and I complain about it the whole time, but it makes me feel good. I don't know why, but you know, we're down to the point where like you know, there's not a lot of new stuff coming out, so you're just kind of you know now we're going backward. Right. Um, and so, but. You know, and if you're out there and you're like, I watched that show and I love it, that's great. That's good. But man, it's real it's bad. It's not our experience. <laughs> like, like uh, I forgot what was going on the last time, but it, there's just simple thing, like just simple things. We're like, when did this happen? I was like, when? <laughs> or like, like there'll be like a major, like a major thing happens, like like that should be a major thing, and, <laughs> and he one lines it. <laughs> Like off screen, it doesn't even happen on screen. I'm like, wait, what? Like they he thought he that? thought like this person was hiding something from him, and they built it up over like two or three episodes, and then in the next episode, you know, someone's like, hey, did you ever talk to them? Oh yeah, and they didn't tell me anything. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to see that confrontation? Like, like I just, it's, it's a mess. That show is a mess. And yet we keep we watching it. We just keep it. on watching it. We keep watching it. Yep. Um, just, you know, we just have hope that that is going to turn just it around. Get better. I mean, it's, the premise isn't bad. No, it's just, the premise is not bad at all. And I remember. I mean, I don't remember watching the original MacGyver, either. but it, you know, apparently the original MacGyver, uh, Richard Dean Anderson, is that his name? I think um, he like hates it. Oh really? Wait, <laughs> yeah. the reboot? Yeah, he oh. hates the reboot. Um, uh, you know, now it may have changed, but uh, like we were, we were like, oh, obviously, because they're kind of playing this as like, this might not be the original MacGyver that is dad or grandfather or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, so that's how I'm going to relax is complain about how terrible about the show is and why I'm watching it. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, anything else before we close? I don't think so. Is your heart clear? Yes. We talked all about right. a lot of stuff today. <laughs> I know. Are you ready for, for my sign off? I'm ready. Um, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No, I didn't. It's got great food, but no atmosphere. Oh my goodness. That's not, I was trying to think of where that was going, but that's... Yeah, I did not see that coming. I would still go there because it'd be on the <laughs> of moon. Of course you would. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye.